Say hello to my subscribers right there. Uh, we we part of the company. We we part of that guy right there. It's the best mechanic there. Yeah, yeah, uh, now he's an influencer in YouTube. No. <laughs> Serious. That's one of the best mechanics. Okay, so what's up, my guys? This is Holmes Law on another video. Uh, today we're going to be getting into box fill calculations. So. Uh, Stand by. Okay, guys. So to start this off, you know, we're gonna I'm gonna start it off with looking at the actual NEC. Okay, and um, I want to go through actually, you know, the Uglies book and my favorite, the Walt, the Dewalt Electrical Professional Reference Book as well. I'll show you where you can find the actual table in those three books. Now, just to start it off, I wanted to show you where it actually originates from, and that's going to be table 314.16a, okay? And you're actually going to need to know two tables. You're going to need to know 314.16a, and you're going to need to know table 314.16b as well, and I'll show you why and how to go about calculating a box fill the right way. Now, it's a, a standard calculation that you should know, you know, whether you're an apprentice or whatever the case may be, you should know this calculation because it's something that you're gonna run into almost, you know, all the time out in the field and you should know how to do it correctly instead of just, you know, jamming as many MC cables or conductors you can into a box or having to ask, you know, your superior or whoever, or, or uh, you know, your journeyman, whoever the case may be, you know, how many can you actually fit in a box? This way you'll know where you can find the information and you can get this information yourself, okay? So, without any further ado, let's just, let's, let's do this. So now let's just, you know, for an example, in the sake of the video, let's just say that we have a four by inch and a half junction box or whatever you call it out in the field you know where i'm from in new york city we call them 1900 boxes you know you have the shallow which is the inch and a quarter you have the regular size which is an inch and a half and then you have the deep which is two by an eighth of an inch deep okay now they're all four or you can call them four by fours that's what we we'll usually call them as well now Usually in the commercial, when I'm dealing with commercial, we're usually using deep boxes, which is four by two and an eighth deep. You know, when I say grab me a deep box, that's what I mean. You know, four by two and an eighth. That's the depth. Now, these boxes all have a volume to them. If you see this column right here that's highlighted, that I have highlighted here, that's the volume for the actual box, for all these boxes, okay? Now, when you're looking at the table, okay, the actual standard boxes that we use out in the field mostly all the time, you know, it, it could be any one of these, you know, but mostly, for most of the time, I, I guess 80% of the time, what I use, I'm not gonna say what somebody else uses all the time, because it could be anything, you know? What I use most of the time, 80% of the time, would be the four by fours, 
okay, which is these three boxes here in this row. Also, we also use the four by 11 sixteenths as well, which it's not accurate, but we also call them five by fives, okay? So that's what we actually use the most out in the field in commercial work, okay? Um, you could use it in residential, but it rarely I, I see anybody use the four and 11 sixteenths. Anyhow, these are the two rows, these are the two boxes. We call them 1900 boxes, or that's what we call them actually, you know, in, in New York City. From what I know, that's what I've always called them. You guys might call them something else. Um, anyhow, that's what you, that's what we use most of the time. 80% of the times, that's what we use. Unless we're using a cut-in box, then that's a different story, but we rarely use those. Um, <clears throat> anyhow, so, fairly easy to do a box fill calculation, okay? Now... All you have to do, if you're using all the same conductors, if you're using all of the same size wires, <clears throat> excuse me, if you're using all of the same size wires, then this table right here gives you all the information that you need. You don't need to go any farther than this table, okay? Let's just say you're using a four by inch and a half box, which would be this box in the center where these three boxes are in this row, it would be the center one. If you're using that box, let me zoom in a little bit. Let me zoom in. Okay, so if you're using that box, which is this one here in the center, the inch and a half, okay, the one with the 21 cubic inch mark here, if you're using that one and you're using all the same conductors, then you have all the information that you need right here in this table, okay? If you're using number 12, you could only put nine conductors in there of number 12 gauge. If you're using number 10 size gauge, then you could only put eight. Number eight gauge, seven, and so on. Number six, four. Okay, now, along with that, there's a lot more information that you need to know. Okay, the type of box that you're using, does it have the clamps? Is it the clamp type box where you don't need to have a connector? You could just put your MC cable in and tighten it and it has the clamps. If it has those clamps, then that's considered you know, you need to deduct a volume from that. You need to count that clamp as a wire, as the largest size wire that's in your box, okay? If they're all the same size wire, then, you, then it's easy. All you're gonna do is you're gonna count it as one wire, okay? Of one volume, basically. So, with that said, let's just say, that we have a metal box and it has the clamps. That would be one wire, okay? That would be one volume. So you would have to deduct that, okay? So let's just say for the sake of the video that we do have, okay, the box with one clamp, okay? That's gonna be one volume. 
okay? <clears throat> You're deducting that from your count, okay? Let's just say it's one, let's call it, a, you know, one wire. That's a wire right there, okay? That's one down. Okay, so we're going to be running, I didn't specify that, 12 gauge wire. Okay, that's what we're running in this box. Okay, let's continue on. Now, for the sake of the video, again, let's say we are, we we're wiring a switch, okay? The devices, devices, whether it's an outlet or a switch or a GFCI or an AFCI, the devices count for two volumes, okay? Two wires, they count for two wires, okay? The largest wire inside that box, okay? Right now, we are dealing with all of the same size wires, but you're gonna need to know later on, if you're dealing with different size wires inside of that junction box, you need to remember that the volume or the deduction or whatever of the size wire you're gonna deduct from for the device has to be the largest wire that's gonna be connected to that device. So let's just say that you do have a device. Let's call it a G, uh, uh, let's call it a switch like we said before, a switch, okay? And 12 gauge wires are gonna connect to it, okay? And we're gonna call that, so that's gonna be two wires, a volume of two wires, okay? <clears throat> now, that's, we have a box, a metal box so far, a four by inch and a half with the clamp style box and we're gonna wire a switch. Okay, there you go. Now, so far, so good, right? Now, we another thing that you need to keep in mind, which I'll explain to you in a little while, is the equipment grounding conductor. Now, the, in 2017 NEC, okay, I'm not sure if you, you know, when you're watching this video or not, 2020, code is gonna change as far as the equipment grounding conductor. I'm not gonna touch upon that now, I'm just gonna deal with 2017 and down for now, okay? So, as far as 2017 goes, equipment grounding conductors only count as one wire. No matter how many you have inside of that box, you could have two, three, four, Grounding conductors, equipment grounding conductors, it only counts as one, okay? One wire. So let's put that down here. Okay, so we're gonna put one wire. All right, now in total, what we have going through in this box is basically we have 
I'm going to have two MC cables coming into this box. Two MC cables. And they're both going to be 12-2 MC. Okay, that is going to be connected to this metal 4x4 1900 box. Okay, so all together we are going to have for 12-2 we have two, uh, uh, one hot and a neutral, right? And then another, and, and then a, a green for a ground. Okay, so that's gonna be a total of four conductors. Okay, and two equipment grounding conductors, which count as one. Okay, so we have a total of five conductors. Conductors inside of this box. Okay, we have two hots and two neutrals, okay? And one, well, actually, and two grounds, but they count as one, okay? So this is two, this is two, so that's a total of five conductors just so you see where I'm getting this from okay there you go now are we good here let's see okay we have one clamp in the box that's counting as one wire okay we have the switch which is counting as two wires Okay, and then we have the grounds, which all together count as one. Okay, so let's do this count. Okay, so we know we have five conductors already, right? Five conductors coming in. Okay, now the clamp is going to be another conductor. Okay, that's going to make another conductor the switch itself is two conductors and we already counted the ground right here with the five conductors that's already counted in here okay so that's a total of five six seven eight conductors okay now let's see what the NEC has to say about eight conductors okay in a four by inch and a half box. Okay, so let me zoom in again so you could actually see, okay, what the NEC has to say about that, okay? Now, in a four by inch and a half box, number 12, which is right here, we go down to the inch and a half box, nine conductors we're allowed to have in that box. So being that we only have eight conductors, we're fine. We started off with five conductors with the two MC cables, right? Two, the, the two blacks, which are the two hots, the two neutrals, that's four. The two grounds, 
the green grounds, the equipment ground, the conductors, which counts as one, okay, both of them together count as one, that's five. The clamp in our box counts as one, no matter how many clamps you have, which you, you only have two, but they both count as one, whether you have one or two, that's one, okay? And then two for the device that the box is holding, okay? Now, whether you have an outlet or a switch, it's still going to be two. It's still going to count as, it's still going to be a two volume deduction for that. Okay. So you still have, you're going to have eight. Okay. So we still have, we're fine. Okay. You can still have one more wire and you would be good. All right. So that's basically a simple box fill calculation. Okay, most people, you know, um, it's, it's, it's fairly easy. What gets most people, you know, I mean, uh, um, is when, you, when you're actually counting different size wires in your junction box. Okay, now let me also let you know that if you're looping a, you know, a pair of conductors or whatever the case may be, and it's not cut, okay, and it's, let me just say this, if it's going straight through the box, you're pulling it straight through the box. If you're doing EMT, conduit, and you're pulling it straight through the box, it's only gonna count as one conductor, unless, unless you're one of those electricians that likes to pull and loop a nice length of amount and actually stuff it in the box. Then it's going to count you as two conductors, okay? If it's more than 12 inches, then it counts as two conductors because you're allowed to have six inches in there. And the code says that if it's more than, two, than twice that length, which is 12, more than 12 inches, then it's going to count as two, okay? So as long as you, if you do loop it and you leave it, under 12 inches, then you can count it as one. Okay? So that's something for you to know and do not forget. All right? But if you're pulling it straight through the, the, the box, then you're fine. It's just one conductor. All right? But another important note to, to realize and to remember is the devices. Devices count as two. Okay? Same size wires that are connecting to it, all right? And the clamp counts for the largest, one wire, but the largest wire in that box. So let's just say you have, you know, 12s and 10s in your box. That clamp would count as a 10, okay? So do not forget that. Those are important, you know, facts to know and to memorize, all right? Now that was a box fill calculation for simple same size wires, okay? Let's do one more and then we'll go to different size wires and we'll see how, I'll explain to you how to actually do that. Okay, so for the next example, let's just say that we have a four by two and an eighth metal box, a 1900 deep box as I call it, okay? and. We have three MC cables that are going into it, 12-2, two, 
Okay, and we have, and we're wiring two switches, okay, a two-gang box with two switches in it, okay, and um, so let's do the calculation for it. Let's see if we could actually, you know, do this, if we can put three MCs with two switches in it, okay? Now, with that said, this is just an example, okay? I'm not actually, you know, there's, you know, wiring this in my head. I know this is, there's three MCs in there, there's two switches, okay? There might not be a situation like this, or there might be a situation like this out in the field, okay? Either way, that's the example, okay? Three MCs in a 1900D with two switches. Now, let's do the calculation for that. So, as you see here, with 312.2 MC cables, you have seven conductors with the equipment grounding conductor already included in there, okay? Because you have two, four, six, and then the ground of all three of the MCs is counted as one. That's seven, okay? Now, with the switches that are going to be wired in the, in, the, in the box, the devices, it's two conductors per switch, per yoke. Okay, that's what the NEC says. So let me explain to you what that means, all right? The yoke and the strap. Sometimes you'll have a yoke that'll actually have three outlets in it or it'll have a switch and an outlet. That's considered just one device, you know? That's only considered two conductors still. So it's per yoke. Okay, so if the yoke or the strap has three outlets, then it's still just, you know, consider one device, which is going to be two conductors. Okay, that's very important that you know that because the NEC is very specific about that. And you might get confused out there, you know, when you're on the field, sometimes you might see an outlet with a switch and an outlet and you might think you have to count that twice. Well, you don't. Okay, it's still just one device that counts as two conductors. Let's move on. So you have those two switches, okay, and those two independent switches are four conductors, okay? Two conductors per switch, okay, because they're two different straps, two different yokes, okay? They're not on the same yoke or strap. Now, together, all together, we have 11, okay? Because in this box, I'm not, it doesn't have a metal clamp. I didn't specify that. If it did have a metal clamp, then that would be another allowance, which would make it 12. But in this one, it's just a regular 1900 box, okay? And we're using MC connectors. Now, moving forward, let's check our table to see if 11 conductors in a four by two and an eighth box is gonna be efficient. If it's gonna work, if it's not a violation, let's see. So let me zoom in again, okay? And we're looking at the two and an eighth, and we are at 12 gauge for a 1900D box. We have 13 conductors that we can have, and we have 11. So we are fine, okay? So those are two basic examples of what a basic box field calculation is, okay? Now, when you're doing the same size wire, it's, it's fairly easy, 
okay? Because all you'll have to know is, remember, is, you know, when you're, when you're actually putting devices in the box, that they count as two conductors, and, you know, the clamps count as one conductor, whether you have one or two clamps on it, doesn't matter, okay? And that the equipment grounding conductor counts as one, okay? No matter how many you have, it counts as one, okay? And where you can find that, you can find that in actual, if you're reading the 2017, you can find that in right on page 70, 175 on the on a 2017 NEC, okay, and you're going to find that under 314.16, okay, B, 314.16B, it'll tell you box fill calculations, and, and you can read all of it, and it'll explain to you about everything I just spoke about, <clears throat> excuse me. In case you wanted a code reference, if you're one of the type that wants code references, that's the code reference, okay? So, moving forward, now I'm going to introduce to you table 314.16b, which is the volume allowance required per conductor, okay? This is another important table that you're going to be using quite frequently out in the field, okay? Now, it has the, the, the actual volume for all the conductors that you see here from 18 to 6. If you're dealing with bit, uh, larger size wire from 4 and larger, that's a whole different ball game. We'll get, I'll get to that in another video, but that does not apply here. This is only for 18 to six gauge wires, okay? And I'll explain these volume, these values here in a second. Now, we just did same size wire box fill calculations. Now, for the next example, we're gonna do different size wires, okay? We're gonna, you know, create an example. Let's see, uh, uh, we're gonna say that we have a 1900 deep box, okay, which is a four by two and an eighth deep square box, okay. So, like I said, let's create, <clears throat> excuse me, let's create the actual example. Now, for this one here, let's just say, okay, for the sake of the video, that we have a 14, uh, excuse me, a four by two and an eight square box, a 1900D. We have two 10 to MC cables that are, that are going into the box as well as a 12 2 going into the box. Okay? And we are going to add a device. Okay? Which will be let's just say a GFCI, okay, for the sake of the video, all right, I'm going to change this here, all right, no clamps on the box, okay, so, now, with that said, we need to know now, because we're dealing with different size wires, we can no longer use the table, okay, 
Actually, yes, we, we need to refer to it, but not for the actual information that you think we're going to use it for. Okay, so now what we need is, being that we're using a 1900 deep, a 4 by 2 and an eighth, we want to find the volume for that box. Okay, what is the cubic inches that that box is? Okay, so we're going to go ahead and find that for the actual... 4 by 2 and an eighth, which is right here, we're going to look, and on the side right here is the minimum volume, okay? And for the, for the 2 and an eighth box, it's 30.3 cubic inches. That is what you can have in that box, okay? That's the volume that you can actually have in that box. Alright, so let's go ahead and write that, write, we'll just write that here, 30.3, okay, that's the volume, alright, just so that you know, that's cubic inches, so that you know, cubic inches. Now, the next information that we need to know is what is the cubic inches for the for the wires that we have you know so that we can calculate this correctly how do we find the cubic inches well that's in the table that i just introduced to you a couple of seconds ago the volume allowance required per conductor which is table 314.16b okay now being that we're dealing with 10 gauge and 12 gauge that's what we want to find okay and it's fairly easy. You just got to turn to the actual table and it gives you all the information. Now for 12 gauge, if you look over here, see one side is going to be uh, cubic centimeters and the other side is cubic inches. Okay. So for a 10 gauge, we are going to say it's two and a half cubic inches. Okay. And for 12 gauge, it's going to be two and a quarter cubic inches. All right. 2.25 for for 12 gauge and 2.5 for 10 gauge so it's as simple as that now all you have to do is just calculate the rest of, of, of the of the cables you know come up with the actual value of all the cables that you have and that's basically it okay so now let's do this so we have how many cables do we have in a 10-2 Okay, we have the hot and the neutral and the ground, correct? And then for the 12-2 is the same thing. Let's put the ground, the equipment grounding conductor to the side for right now. Okay, and then we'll deal with that in a second. So, with that said, let's deal with the 10-2, the hot and the neutral, okay? And that's going to be 2.5 times the two cables, right? But we have two cables here, two actual cables, right? So that's gonna be four conductors, right? So we're gonna, we're gonna do 2.5 times the four conductors. We're not dealing with the equipment grounding conductor just yet, okay? So let's do the hot and the neutral. Always do the hot and the neutrals first. Do the equipment grounding conductor last, okay? <clears throat> so, for the two MC cables, the 10-2, it's going to be 2.5 times 4. 
That's going to give you 10 cubic inches. Okay? And then for the actual 12 2, it's going to be 2.25 times two conductors that's in that cable, and it's going to be 4.5 cubic inches. Okay? Now, here is where it gets a little tricky, all right? The device that we have. What do we actually, you know, what size wire do we actually go by for the device? Okay? And I'm going to explain that to you now. So now for the device, what you do is you count it for the size of wire that's connecting to the device. Okay, do not forget that. You're going to count it for the size wire that is connecting to that device. Okay, and for the sake of the video, we're going to say that the 12-2 is connecting to the GFCI. Okay, so we're going to count the device for two conductors, because each device is counted for two conductors of 12 gauge. Okay, so that's going to be another 4.5 cubic inches. Okay, now we're almost done. Next, we have to count the grounds. Okay, so let me just write this here. The, the grounds is going to count for the largest conductor in the box, which is 10 gauge. Okay, but being that we have three MC cables, there's three of them. But like I said, they all equal one, but it equals the largest conductor in the box. So that's going to be one. Okay, one number 10. And that's going to be 2.5 cubic inches. Okay? Now what we have to do is calculate all of these values, which is going to be 10 plus 4.5 plus 4.5 plus the ground, which is 2.5. And that's going to equal... A total of 21 and a half cubic inches. Okay? That's our total. And it's, if you see up here, the max that we can have in this box is 30.3 cubic inches, which we are definitely under. So this box is sufficient for our GFCI and our three cables that are in there. Okay, so that's an example of a different of how you do a box fill calculation for different size wires. Okay? Now, I can do another one for you. All right, but I'm already going over the amount of time. If you need another example, please leave me a message, you know, you know, uh, um, contact me on Facebook, Holmes Law, you know, Instagram. You know, I'm always open for questions. You know, you can ask me any question. I'll get back to you as soon as possible. 
please, if any of these videos do help you in any way, and if you can find it in your heart or, or anything, I'm trying to continue doing conduit videos. Um, conduit does cost a little bit of money, and um, so please, just hit that like, subscribe, so that I can continue to do these videos. And uh, please share, 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 share. You know, tell your coworkers about the about Holmes Law, and um, I appreciate it. Uh, anything else, if you have any other video requests, please let me know. Email me, hit me up on Facebook, Holmes Law, um, Instagram, wherever, I'm on there. Social media, I'm there. Uh, please don't forget to subscribe, doesn't cost you anything. And with that said, before I leave, I do want to give you another piece of information, okay, which is... This is the Uglies book, okay? You can find the table that we just dealt with on the NEC on, this is the 2020. You can find it on 105, page 105. It's the same table. Let me get this clear. Same table. The ones that we were dealing with are right here, a four by inch and a quarter, four by inch and a half, and a four by two and an eighth. You have all your boxes here, okay, 12 gauge. That's the same way, it's the same table. If you look at it, it's the same table, okay? So page 105 on the Uglies book, you can find the table we were dealing with. And last but not least, my favorite is the DeWalt. Electrical professional reference. This is my favorite. This is my book. I go to this all the time This is the one that I carry it has like a plastic cover on it like it never gets messed up This one you have to take care of it. It's kind of like paper, you know But this one here has like a rainproof cover on it, which is perfect for the construction site as you can see I use it I tabbed it out the table on this one is on page three 17 okay and it also has the volume table which is on 316 okay let me see on the uglies book if it has the actual the actual volume on the uglies book is on the next page it's going to be on 105 or uh, 106 the the table is on 105 okay and the volume for the different size wires, the, the cubic inches, the value of each wire is on the next page, 106. If you can see it, if you can zoom in, 12 gauge is two and a quarter cubic inches, 10 gauge, two and a half, and so on. For, for cables larger than six, it's a whole different calculation. I'm gonna get to that. I'll do a video for that if you guys want me to. Let me know and I'll do that video. This was requested, so I actually did this video. Okay, and if you're in New York City and you're going by the 2008, which I am, I'm in New York City and we're going by the 2008, the table is on page 342 and both tables are actually on the same page. Okay, this is the handbook. The NEC 2017 that I was dealing with was the regular NEC. It wasn't the handbook. And um, yes, this is the 2008 New York City. That's what we're going by. We're going by the 2008 with amendments. 
So if you're in New York City, this is the page 342 on the 2008 book. If you're using the 2017, I already showed you the page that we were dealing with. And yeah, so that's basically it, you know? And like I said, please like, share, comment, and subscribe. And with that, fellas, I'm out.